but the point is like the human body is fucking incredible. And I think we don't give ourselves enough credit for like what we can endure. And I always love this. My mentor said this, but it's like, we're going through hard shit. You made it through your last hard shit. Mm -hmm. It was fucking hard. And you go, I'm not going to make it. This is so fucking hard. I hate this. But you made it through. And you had better days. And then more hard shit comes. And you made it through that one. So if you're going through hard shit, you're going to make it through those. And you're going to be okay, just like you were last time. Mm -hmm. To remember that. And I think that's the beautiful thing of going out and doing crazy shit. Skydiving, jumping in cold water, whatever the fuck is crazy. Doing the hike where you wore the wrong shoes. And to keep pushing a little bit. And to be like, it's just fucking blisters on your feet, Maddie. You're going to be okay. These are going to heal. You're going to be okay. And you're going to show yourself what's really fucking possible. And it's going to be really fucking cool. And that sets you up. For the rest of your life, for the rest of your fucking life, Taylor Sleaford, <laughs> Madeline DeVico, for the rest of your life to know that I did that last shit really hard and I can do this fucking shit. And whenever I want my life is fucking possible. Welcome to Modern Happiness, where we believe happiness is a choice. Our goal is to share how we and our high-performing guests choose happiness, covering topics such as fitness, mindset, relationships, business, and much more in today's world. Here are your hosts, Matt Mahalik and Taylor Sleaford. What's up, everybody? We just wanted to let you know we are hosting a one-year anniversary party for Modern Happiness. It's going to be held at Deuce's house. <laughs> Adish will be sent in the future, but what's going to happen is that we're going to have a hell of a time. There are going to be past guests we might have, we're gonna have a merch drop and we're just gonna have a hell of a good time. If you are into meeting more people like us, if you're, if you're looking to up level your relationships in your life, if you're looking to surround yourself with more people who are looking to up level their lives, this is the place to be. We're gonna have a party. You're gonna get some intimate time with the happiness homies and our guests and our friends who are just like us. We cannot wait for you to be there. If you're interested in joining us, whether you're from Denver or from out of town, please join us at this one year anniversary party. We cannot wait to have you. Link is in the description or in the bio or wherever you're seeing this. We love you and we will see you there. I'll do the intro. All right. All right, Taylor, keep going. Keep the beat going. Thanks, Deuce. Welcome back, happiness homies! We're back with another episode straight from Mikasa Esukasa. Friends? Are you bilingual? Si, senor. Un poquito. Hmm. Burrito? Un poquito burrito. Si, senor. Un poquito. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> All right, guys. Today I'm joined by my co host, my beautiful co host, as you already know, Taylor Deuce. Guys, tell them how you're feeling. Um, Deuce the watermelon? Deuce the watermelon, still the watermelon. I don't know what episode still. we're going to put out first, but Deuce has got the watermelon look on. It is fire. Watermelon sugar. I feel like she can only Deuce wear this now. Anyway. This is her podcasting this outfit. This is my podcasting oh, outfit. Her noise. producing Sold. outfit. Noise. Maybe Roger we should that. all get one. Oh. You, you be a watermelon. I could be a banana. Taylor could be a potato. Grapes. <laughs> Grapes. Sounds grape. Awesome. I'm doing well, Matthew. Thanks for asking. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, yeah I'm doing well as well. Yes. yes. So well. Yeah. Had the best day ever. Went snowboarding. Had my best day snowboarding. Be Dottie? Ever. <laughs> yeah. Be Dottie, best be day Dottie, ever? Be Dottie. Wow. Tell us about your day of snowboarding real quick. Um. Well, we woke up at 6. So anyway. <laughs> Hold on. Oh. 6 a.m.? Yeah. Go That's probably why you didn't want to go, huh? That is exactly why <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to it go. It wasn't 9 a.m. 9 a.m. would be fine. <laughs> Son of a bitch, Graham. <laughs> Shout out, Graham. What's up, homie? What's up? Uh, got, got your girl up way too early. Wow. That ain't going to fly forever. No. Got, yeah. Got on the road. Hit Winter Park. Tailgated in the parking oh, lot. Oh, today is nice. a holiday. Today Tailgate. was a holiday. Yeah. Okay. That mm-hmm. makes sense. Uh, dude, I forgot that all day with Natalie. All day. I'm like, so like, working? all day? I'm like, she did yoga uh, out here on my rug uh, in front of the TV. And I was like, that's so sick. You got like paid to do yoga. She's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then we're like going for a run. I'm like, when are you like good to go for a run? She's like, I have a day off. I can run whenever you're good to go. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't keep track of this. Entrepreneurs, hashtag no holidays. Dude, that entrepreneur reel you made. 
I was like about oh let me let me call my boss hey Taylor can I go snowboarding <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like I feel fucking seen right now because yeah. I do that every time but Dude, yeah that was yeah, yeah 400 views I love Instagram algorithm <laughs> everybody love that reel knowing no uh, but no push. the people who matter mm-hmm. right that's oh you think you matter you matter Ouch. so much wow. you matter so okay. much um, hey so we're telling stories the people who don't matter I don't tease the people who matter, I like to tease and have a little fun. Huh. So now you know. If you're not getting teased by me, you're not a cheer. You're you don't fucking matter. <laughs> or we're still getting to know each other. I mean, you know, you gotta find balance. <laughs> I'm not gonna tease someone who I don't know. That'd I be love weird. The disclaimer. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Asterix. <laughs> don't feel, you know, unappreciated if I don't tease you. It's fine. Yeah. Teaser. I just met her. I feel like we should get going. Uh, Deuce, do you have Whenever you're ready. an epic story? Adventure story. We're talking adventure today, guys. We're talking adventure. Oh, we're talking adventure today, guys. We want to start with mine? I have a few, but I have one in mind. Start That's with one good. and we'll go do a roundtable. It, it has nothing to do with the snowboarding story I was just talking oh. about. If that's okay. Cool. That's yeah. fantastic. So go. I once walked five miles into the Ho, Ho Rainforest in Olympic National Park. Where is that? That is Washington? In in Washington. In Washington. Oh, God. I'm so yeah. cultured. Fucking to, nailed it. To this little island that was in the valley of the mountains. And I did it all while wearing the wrong shoes. <laughs> no, I feel like that's... I thought you were going to say nothing. <laughs> I was like, wow. No. It's raining. It's a rainforest. Please. It's a rainforest. It was like, that sounds gorgeous. It was so cool. Um, but I wore the worst pair of shoes. And like three miles in, I started getting these insane blisters. Like oh. feel the blisters just peeling off. And Ooh. I was in a lot of pain. And we were like at the halfway point. Who, who, who are you with? Graham. Graham and I. Okay. And, Boyfriend um, Graham. Fiance Graham, excuse me. Fiance, yes. Fiance Graham. Boyfriend oh, at the hello. time. Boyfriend at the time. Mm. But um, yeah, we were yeah. So we were walking, 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 and I'm like, dude, I can't, I can't go on. I cannot do this. Like, I'm so sorry. And the sun is setting, and we had to get there to set up the tent because we were spending the nights. This whole thing, and he kind of was like, all right, like we can turn around, but it sucks because we just bought these backpacks, and if you're really not going to use it, like I thought we were going to use them. <laughs> He's just like guilted you into that wow. <laughs> Totally got me. I was like, fuck you. And I started heading straight into the woods, walking harder than I even was before. <laughs> See, that's a, yeah. that's a, that's a good boyfriend. He knows how to motivate you. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Cause everyone's got their, <laughs> you know, guess, yes, I, mean... I could have easily given up totally, but, mm. and you want to know what getting there was so worth it. Mm. Cause it was beautiful. Um, we woke up next to this, Deer. There was a deer right Fuck at yes. our tent, and I was just M- like munching Hello. on some grass. Yeah, yes, yeah, it was wild. So that was, that was a good one. It seems to be worth always it. worth it. It's always worth well, it. But Push a little there's bit. There's different levels pu- of fun. Yes. Right? Type mm-hmm. two. That's type two fun. Would you say you had fun? Oh, I, I. Not after the fact. In the moment, Graham teased you a bit. You were like, "Fuck off, dude! I'm going for this." Mm. You're like this. <laughs> Obviously, you're like this is fun. I fucking hate you. My feet are blistering. Yeah, see that's the walk sucked. Yeah. But sitting next to the campfire, best night of my life. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's type two <laughs> With fun. With no that's one like, there, yeah. That's like fourteeners. Yes. What, like, can you explain what type two fun is? Where it's like not really fun in the moment, but after you're like, I'm so glad I did that. Result. Yes. It was like worth yes. it. It's yes. like, um, <laughs> can't believe I'm bringing up your bike trip. There were probably days on your bike trip where dollar in the fucking jar. Where you're Boy. like. Did I make a mistake? Like I'm like <clears throat> I know you've talked about these first couple of days, right? Where it's like hills and you're like maybe miserable and you're like whatever. Got out of Shenandoah Park and I was like, hills are over. <laughs> <laughs> Shenandoah Park is kind of like you climb up it and then it's kind of hilly in it and you're like kind of on this plateau of like this mountain range and you get these beautiful views on either side depending on where you camp. And I camped there. It's like four days I think. Um, and then I giant downhill down i'm like sick i'm out of that the ups and downs it's over oh my god i can just cruise on for the rest of this trip the dumbest thought ever and then i get to the bottom of the exit of shando park and the next thing is like this the longest fucking hill like it's so straight i can see all the way up it and i start making my way up it and i'm like you know it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world if a truck hit me right now (laughs) And I woke up in the hospital, like totally okay. Yeah. Because, but like, I'm not going to quit. Right. Exactly. Because you're not going to quit, yeah. but you're 
but you're not having fun. So yeah. that's type yeah. two fun where yeah. like hiking 14ers in Colorado, because weather, especially at 14,000 feet, like storms come in all the time. Mm -hmm. So you, you really got to be done by noon. That's kind of like usually the cutoff. So it's like some of them, it's like wake up at 3 a.m. It's all dark. You're like exhausted. Head, headlamp. Headlamp. Can't see anything. And then it's like the changes in weather from like the bottom to the top. It's like so cold at the top. You got to pack all this stuff. You're hungry. But then you get there and it's like gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. But that's why I've talked to you about, I'm like, I don't love 14ers because it's like, I know that's what I got to go through. You know? I think this is, this is like kind of the, the giant message I think what we're going to talk about with pursuing these adventures and these kind of extreme moments is, is can um, kind of flow over into life where, you know, we talk about human design a lot now, especially since Amelia has been on and we've both been diving into it. Uh, Deuce, have you been diving into it a bit more? Uh, I dabble. Uh, okay. Well, then she dabbles. She's a dabbler. Well, I'm about to teach you so much. So. I love it. But you know, I've been listening to podcasts and it's like, you know, a cer certain type, whatever, I'm not going to get into all the types, but it's like, you're supposed to do what, like, it's got to be a fuck yes. And if it's not a fuck yes, it's a fuck no. Mm. And she was talking about that. I think it's generators. And, and she was talking about that. We're like, okay, well, um, you know, eating healthy is not a fuck yes for me. I hate it. It's boring. I don't like it. It's not a fuck yes. So should I not do it? Should I just eat the Twinkies and the pizza? And it's like, you got to remember that the result of that thing. If that's the fuck yes, then yeah, maybe you have to kind of trudge through a little shit. Maybe you got to eat the salads and whatever the healthy thing is, the bland chicken. Because at the end of the week, when you eat healthy all week, you feel fucking great. You're not, you know, feeling that slot. Like if you ate pizza every day, you'd be like, Ugh. and if you drank every day, you'd be like, but it could be easy to eat pizza and, and have a beer every night. But when you eat healthy and drink water and work out at the end of the week, you feel really good and motivated and you lost the two pounds or whatever. Like, that's what you're after. So I think the general theme is like, yeah, sometimes you do the shit because you know at the end there's some I think good shit this coming. This is interesting. I think there's two categories of that where eventually you do it enough, you learn to love the suck. Mm -hmm. Like you and I, mm -hmm. we biked up Loveland Pass, yeah. which was like, I can't remember the elevation gain, but like going up it, there's a moment where we, we biked for a while to get to the bottom of the pass which was a slow incline. It was basically so an incline from the start. Yeah. And then the but way back was all down. Not a giant climb, but like slow. You're like, damn, I'm going slow. What's going on? You're like, oh, I've been going uphill this yeah. whole time. Where the group we were with, like almost decided to turn around. And the whole point of that day was to get to the top of the pass. Mm -hmm. And it like, it wasn't fun climbing the pass, but you get there and you're like, I did this thing. And then, so that's where it's like, you kind of like love that. And I think like CrossFit or training or any kind of fitness and life, like you, you like in the moment, you're like, I kind of love that this hurts. Mm -hmm. And then there's other sides, kind of like what Maddie was talking about. I actually just remembered, I went on like my first backpacking trip in Colorado. I moved out here and I was like, I'm going to love backpacking. <laughs> I had this sick backpack, got all the gear. And we went up near Silverthorne and it was like four, four or five hours of walking. And I fucking hate walking <laughs> for so four or five hours. That's like a trail run. Yeah. But with like a 40 pound pack, cause we're oh, carrying yeah. tents, we're carrying yeah. food. It's right. like five days. And like the first three minutes is like gorgeous and you see some moose. And then I'm like, are we there yet? Like, I'm not trying to be a 12 year old boy, but I'm just like, I'm just, I'm over it. And then we get there and you're like, that's part of the problem too. You get there and it's supposed to be like, oh, we're at the campsite. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. We're right by this lake, this massive like, um, mountain. Like it was gorgeous, but you're just like. I'm so miserable right now. I can't even enjoy it. And then it continues to rain the next two days. Damn. And you're just like, what? You know? And so like in the moment, so much of that was like not fun at all. Mm -hmm. But looking back, like it's weird. Cause I, I don't want ever want to do that again. I don't want to go on that trip again, <laughs> but I'm so glad that I did. Yeah. Mm. Like the experience, like, especially like one, you didn't have cell service. So I was like completely off the grid. I was like in nature. I had time to myself. I had like, community with the people I was with but like in the moment it was like hard to understand that mm -hmm. and even now I'm like I don't want to do that again I don't but like I think we keep having to do those kinds of things yeah dude it's like this idea well like what you said you know I'm I made a post the other day like I'm not afraid of failure anymore because I know the more failure I can experience the faster I'm going to grow the more I'm going to learn about myself yeah it sucks it's hard but like 
I would rather just like fucking kind of tear the bandaid off and learn this shit and like, let's get to it. Um, maybe, maybe I'm too far that way, but it, but it really, it's the journey. I think that's the big thing. I, that's the big thing I learned in my bike trip. You know, I didn't get to the end of the bike trip, dip my front wheel in the Pacific ocean and go, yeah, yeah, I did this. Now I can, now I can tell everyone to run my bike cross country. It was the whole fucking journey. Mm-hmm. It was the, the rainy day that fucking sucked that I was freezing cold. It was, you know, <clears throat> on a Sunday in the Midwest when, not the Midwest, uh, what would you call like Missouri? Uh, Missouri? I think it is like the Midwest. Yeah. Really? I used it's to like think, think of South Central. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, a thing. It, it's like more Midwest. I think of it as the South because it's in the SEC, but yeah. it's not. I mean, there were a lot of Confederate flags and, but anyway, but like Sunday, everything's closed. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like. Jesus, maybe I'm going into the church and drink the fucking holy water because I am dying. Like we, you asked Jesus that, or I, I actually didn't think of it till this moment. That would have been a good idea. Find a church and everyone who's dipping their fingers in the holy water, I would have drank that shit. That's how thirsty I was. Like that was a tough day, but then at the end of the day, we crossed the Mississippi that day. We were all me and the two guys I was with were out of water. We're fucking dying, and we're like, we have to get here. Like there's no other good place to camp that's legal. So we're trying to get to this. Um, we're trying to get to uh, this this uh, town, uh, city. I think there was a college there. I wish I remember where, but uh, just across the Mississippi, and we're going across this bridge. I remember taking a video of it. You know, as thirsty as I was, I'm like, gotta get the content, yo. Um, yeah. Across the, the Ippy and the Ippy River, we get. <laughs> what, what is happening? Just making shit up now. Uh, we get to this town. And we go into this, we're like, uh, you know, one guy was behind us, he caught up and we're like, all right, we're going to this bar. And, you know, we're, we each got a pitcher of water. We're chugging it. We get, we all get the, uh, I think, oh, I don't know what they got. I got the, the, uh, fresh, uh, fish and chips. They're like, don't get the fish and chips. It's, uh, it's for like four people. I'm like, I'm Watch biking across me. the goddamn country. Yeah. Give me the fish and chips. It's like three giant fish, like this big, all fried. Ate the whole thing. Ate all the French fries. I think we also got loaded French fries. Like ate all that. Chugging pictures of water. Um, and then I actually had to cap that night off. It was so cool. We went to the town park to camp, and it turns out you can't camp unless you're fishing. <sighs> Weirdest shit ever. I'm like, guys, let's tie a string to Literally, a stick and like... stick it in the water and say we're fishing and we're camping here. And then the, this dude, which also nice lesson, don't judge a book by its cover. This dude, total biker dude, uh, older man, 65, 70. Motorcycle. Mo- yeah, yeah, like leather. Yeah, rides up in a motorcycle, leather <laughs> jacket, ripping a cig. Puts that one out, rips another cig, just chain smoking. We said, what are you guys doing? We're like, we're riding across the country. We started in New York City, and you know now we're in, uh, where the fuck, Missouri. And uh, he's like, no, 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 no. He's like, you're going to camp here? He's like, come back to my place. My grandkids just left. I got, we have so much food. We can't eat it. We got a whole basement. We got extra beds. Definitely Midwest. Oh, yeah. He's like, we got got beds. You can sleep down there. You can do your laundry, take a fresh shower, all this stuff. And it's so sick. We get back and his wife, like two 65-year-olds, she's a fucking biker woman. She's got this pink Harley. It's dope as fuck. But like, anyway. There was a hard fucking struggle, but we're like, no, we have to, we like, we need to get here. Like, this is our spot. And that was, that was one day in all the whole, the whole fucking bike trip. But like yeah. the bike trip was like, it's not, again, it's not, it wasn't ending and saying I could tell people I did this shit. It's, it's true. The journey of all this stuff. And I think, you know, I'd like to tell a story about skydiving too. And Taylor, I'd like to hear your story about skydiving where like the skydiving is beautiful. Landing is beautiful, but it's not about telling people you skydove. It's what you had to fucking go through. It's facing the fear. It's it's showing yourself that you can fucking do this. That was the bike trip. It's it's showing myself that like the two weeks in when I wanted to quit and I fucking hit truck hit me. Like I'm not gonna quit, so I hope something else happens. Like it's getting through that. And then the rainy day where it was so fucking miserable. It's like, nope, I've come this far. I'm making it to my destination every single day. I'm doing that. To look back on that trip and to see all the shit that I went through to know that like I'm fucking strong. And nothing's going to stop me from getting what I want. Mm-hmm. And that's so that's such an important lesson. And I feel like this is why I love adventure. This is why I love that, you know, if you're listening, we're going to lean further into doing adventure, doing kind of fun shit, mm-hmm. scary shit, rock climbing, like more skydiving, bungee jumping, maybe like whatever it is, like let's lean more into that because it's scary. 
And I think that's when you lean the most. It's in the scary moments when you say, nope, I'm going to do this instead, regardless of my fear. Mm. And I'm still going to do it as opposed to <clears throat> so side tangent. I made this post the other day. Um, actually, remember when we talked it's about like, like episode whatever. I know I'm on one now. So remember, episode whatever. We're on like the third side tangent. And I talked about um, playing guitar in front of at a bar. Uh, this is before your time, Deuce, but maybe you were listening. Playing guitar at a bar in Boston. And I fucking bombed. It was terrible. I couldn't, I couldn't, I was, I was drunk then. Like, I'm like, I have to just play this song. I've never played in front of anyone. I, I suck at singing. I'm scared shitless, but I don't want to wake up tomorrow and be like, I should have just fucking done it. Yes. Like I should have just done it. I should have just fucking played. Like when am I ever going to get a chance to like, there's a live band playing. Maybe we'll let me play guitar. Like it was stupid. Like I sucked. It was terrible, but like I did it and I got booed and it was bad. And I, I forgot the lyrics <laughs> and I was drunk and I, my guitar playing wasn't good. And you know, people booed us and then, you know, the, the main band got on and was like, hey, listen, like that takes a fuck ton of courage. So you guys might not, might not respect it, but like props to that guy who, who just did that. And that was awesome. And Dope. again, I couldn't wake up the next morning being like, I should just like, oh, what if I asked? What if I did go? Like, I don't care. I'd rather just fuck up miserably. Right. Life goes on. None of those people will probably remember that. None of those people are like, yeah, remember five years ago we went to that bar and that dude got up and sang the general by dispatch and really fucking blew it. Nobody remembers that, they might. but it changed maybe, but who cares? I don't fucking know those people. I'll never meet them again, but it changed my fucking life to show that like, dude, I, yeah, it's just like, I, I, I'm, I'm so much more afraid of not doing the thing than just facing the fear and fucking doing it. Cause you're not going to die. You're not going to die. Skydiving, you might die. <clears throat> yeah. I think the cool thing about adventure is it, I just had this realization I believe that for most people, it's that perfect balance of calculator risk. I think there's like the rest of our life could be like a relationship, you know, being vulnerable with someone could be like quitting a job, could be starting your own business. Like those things are like bigger, but I think most people, when they choose an adventure, it's like within the realm of possibility. Mm. Like nobody is like, I've never climbed before. I'm going to go like free solo El Cap, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, it literally wouldn't be possible or right. you die. Yeah, for for you, it's not like you watched a bike documentary and was like, cool, I'm, I'm going to ride my bike across the country. Yeah, yeah. Like, I trained for it. In a few weeks. You I know, like time. we all snowboard here. It's not like the first time in, I'm in the backcountry, I'm going to – or the first time I snowboard, I'm like in the backcountry. So right. I think that's what's cool about this conversation of adventure is that it's a great way to like kind of have that calculated risk where like most people like – you don't always know what you're getting into, which I think is great, mm-hmm. but it's usually, it's usually like safe enough. Can I tell you something just cause you said that, which I think is also important. I'm with you totally like, and I was a planner and I've gotten better at not planning and, and just diving into shit because I know that if I jump, I will weave my own fucking net on the way down. I've learned that through by doing scary shit on the bike trip. I met this couple from New York city. We were in, I don't know fucking like Idaho at this point, they're climbing up this hill on a tandem bike. A tandem bike is, you know, the, the two in one bike couple from New York, just, the you know, divorce bike, right? Is that what they call it? <laughs> yeah. 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 The divorce bike, uh, <laughs> which possible for them. Um, they rode from the Pacific and they were going to go to like Colorado. They were going to do like a half trip mm-hmm. and we're like, I don't think they made it. I don't know. I didn't keep up with them, but <laughs> based on, but we caught them at, we were coming up this hill and they were coming up the hill. So we kind of met at the apex of this, not a crazy hill, but you know, we got there and you know, they're like completely out of shape. Probably both of them each 50 pounds overweight, 30, 50 pounds overweight. Like they shouldn't have been doing this. They didn't train for this. They didn't get in shape for this, but they just fucking did it. They, I don't know, whatever we talked for like two minutes. So I didn't get the whole full story, but it was something they had to do and they wanted to do it. So they just went for it. And guess what? I don't give a fuck if they made it to their destination in Colorado. They went for it. And I guarantee they learned so much about themselves from just doing it, from doing the scary thing, from being like, we are not cyclists. So we're going to get a tandem bike and we're going to cycle together. And the guy was like, yeah, I'm doing 90% of the work. Like she didn't bike up this entire hill. Um, you know, we had that good laugh. But uh <laughs> really thick New York accents. It was super funny, but, um, they fucking did it. And like that for them probably wasn't in the realm of possibilities, but they were like, we're going to do it anyway. 
Yeah, I would still argue it's calculated risk though, because it's like worst case, what do you do? Call somewhere, you get a hotel. It's not yeah. like they went to the Amazon jungle. Yeah, you they fill the bike in the ditch and they get a <clears throat> ride home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like even uh, you know, but I, I think that's what's cool about a lot of adventure stuff is like even if you do the stuff that seems out of your realm, because what did, I actually just watched. Uh, I think it's called 14 <gasps> Peaks. Do you Don't watch even it? Don't get me started. Everybody won't stop telling me to watch it. Oh my God, it's um, so good. You're just going to love the it's, guy. It's it's really good. It's not like the best thing ever. I think there's a lot of hype. It's really cool because the people who are doing it are like more of like a minority. Like they're not like... the Like he even said at the end of the trip, he's like, if this was like a white person from like America or <laughs> Europe, like there'd be way more media here. Yeah. Completing oh. this. Oh, interesting. They're like... <clears throat> he, his much. culture is like the typical Sherpa who helped guide people up the mountain, up yeah. like Everest. Isn't that right. Yeah. And it's about, it's about him. It's about them. him and his crew. And they, they climb like 14 of the highest peaks. I think they right. climb 14 of the highest peaks in the world in six months, Damn. Yeah. which the last time Does that, that was done, your, does that fuck up your body? Yeah, totally. The <laughs> last time it was done, Sick. all 14 peaks were climbed. It took the guys 16 years. Hmm. So these dudes yeah, it did was it like in... pioneers, but yeah. there's one yeah. famous quote that everyone says in it. Um, from the movie and he says when you think you're fucked you're only about like 40 percent fucked yes. or 70 percent mm-hmm. fucked and so i think that's to the point of this group right yeah. like even if you do something that you feel like is way out of the realm of your possibility it's like uh you're probably still not gonna die dude i love taylor so we had closing we had, clo- <laughs> we had closing ceremonies <laughs> for my <laughs> for my mentorship group and i have taylor on and he does a lot of the the life coaching in that, and we had closing ceremonies, and Taylor says his final words. And you know, one thing you said was like, "I think now that you've done this, you are see what you're truly capable of. Mm. You've been through this shit. You yeah. realize that, you know, oh my God, you think it'd be impossible to sell a twelve hundred dollar program, and then you sell four of them, mm-hmm. and you go, holy shit, I am way more capable of anything that I ever thought. And I think that's the fucking cool thing about adventure, like you said." When you think you're 40% fucked or when you think you're totally fucked, you're only 40% fucked yeah. and then you keep going mm-hmm. and then you get a little more fucked and then you keep going and you're like, holy shit, I made it through that thing that I thought I was going to die, but I'm mm-hmm. fine. And mm-hmm. it's like, we don't want anyone to die and do like you said, uncalculated oh risks. My God. But so on our five mile walk into the woods. So I have this whole stint that I wanted to turn around halfway. Kept going. We are half a mile away from the campsite. And over to my right, I hear screaming <laughs> in Demons? the woods. Scream. It sounded like little kids playing in a river. But I'm like, oh, that's weird because it's like October and really cold. So Blair Witch Project. Then I'm like, okay, this is a mountain lion that has an animal that's screaming. Like it was right near us. Mm. But <laughs> wow. So this I is a, when I saw my life flash before my fucking I have eyes. A story when you I'm, finish this. I'm like, I, we're, we're dead. We're dead. We're five miles in sun is setting. We cannot turn back. Now there's an animal tracking us, all this stuff. <laughs> it was elk, elk bugling. Mm. And Uh-oh. as the result, we got Horny to elk. hear elks bugle all night. What's long. bugle? Uh, I don't know how to. I don't. It's is just, it a mating call? I think it's yeah, their mating like call pitch, or like their. Uh, yeah, like I'm ready to fuck. I, yeah, like I'm ready to fuck too. Dude, that's hilarious. You say that, but so, it tied into that. I I hope it tied into that because we were scared of shit. Like, well, I was scared of shit, but I kept going and yeah. ended up having the most magical night. Yeah. yeah. So this same backpacking trip <laughs> that I was talking about. So one of my friends, he had the most experience. He had like two tents. We didn't have enough tents for like. They were like six to eight people. So I ended up sharing this. It was like, you know how like a two person tent is really like a one person? Yeah. Like it's absurd. So so this like six foot one guy, I'm sharing a tent with him. But my my one friend, Eric, who brought all the tents, he's like, I'll just sleep out. Like, I think the one night that it rained, he had like a tarp, but everything else, he just slept out in the open. He's like, I just want to see the stars and whatever. The next morning he tells us, he's like, did kind of like comes up to us at the fire over breakfast and he's like did nobody hear me last night and we're like oh god no what he was like i was screaming like a 10 year old girl he's like there was he's like he was dead serious he's like there was a mountain lion or a bear or like something and it's funny because i lived with this guy eric he was i was probably like 24 23 and he's like 40 years old but single 
and I can just see him like screaming. None of us heard anything. Nobody recalls that. And luckily, like he was like, "Yeah, they came up to me, and then like I screamed, and he, they went away." But like, Damn. can you imagine we no. wake up the next day and Eric's gone or like half eaten? Yeah. Or like, yeah. Oh my god. Because because there's that saying. The tents like a hundred yards down the way, and yeah, there's that saying. If you've ever been camping, you may have never seen a mountain lion, but they've seen you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. I was thinking about that, where it's like, yeah, you don't know what's out there. You um, don't. That's yeah. my. That's. That's what I'm most scared about camping, honestly, is the wildlife. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. You, you brought up fear. Let's talk about fear because I think that's a big part of this. Mm-hmm. So I went skydiving on a third date. On a third date. Taylor went skydiving. I love that. And it didn't work out, so I don't, I don't know. The real question is that everyone wants to know, did you have sex after that third date? So the way yeah. that skydiving started. Excuse me, I asked a question. <laughs> I feel like I'm never seen and heard and understood. We, so the, it actually started. Matt and I were in Portland, Maine. Her name is Mark McGuire. Look her up. Uh, she doesn't listen, dude. Did you have sex after the date? Oh my god. <laughs> Kathy, turn the podcast off. Fast forward one minute. So it started <laughs> August of twenty twenty. You and I are in Portland, Maine. My friend Rachel Sinek, shout out Rachel. Uh, she's helping me with YouTube and Instagram. Heck yeah. Text me her 30th birthday. was like, yo, it's my 30th birthday. We're going skydiving. You want to come? And I immediately, I'm like, hell yeah. That's, yes. That's you didn't I even yes. think about it? I didn't it? even think about it. Then we're hanging out with my, my old business partner at his house and Matt's there. And then all of a sudden, I have this pit in my stomach. Uh, yeah. And I'm like. Oh what my I? God, I am so scared. <laughs> I am more scared than I've ever been in my life. Wow. So here's the interesting thing is I'm not afraid of heights. I've been like rock climbing. I've done all these adventure, crazy mountain biking, snowboarding. Like I've done all these things, but I've just like never been that interested in skydiving. It's kind of like, oh, that's cool, but I'd rather do this or that. Like there's more things I want to check off my list. So I never really thought about it. And as soon as I said yes, I was like, oh my God, I am so scared. And it's really... I think because there's a, like you're jumping out of a plane. Like yeah, why there's... would you jump out of a normally, you know? And it's like, even though statistically the numbers are like, nobody dies. It's like, I don't want to be that one guy. So the any, statistic anyways, I'm talking to Matt. Matt's been, I'm pretty sure Michael has been, and How they're both like, have you been a few times? Just Uno. Oh, nice. So they're like, it's amazing. Like blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, well, now I have to go. That's just like how my mind works is like, if I'm this afraid, yes. I have to do Let's it. Let's go, lean in. <laughs> That's coming Scooting in close. In. Um, so anyways, I already said yes. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Uh, I get back to Denver. It's like a week goes by. I don't hear from her. I'm like, hey, are we still doing this? She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like because of COVID, they're only allowing so many people up in a plane. Oh. And her other friend, her best friend, like already committed. So she's like, you could go, but like, you'll have to be in another plane. Mm. And I'm like, well, if I'm going to do this, I'm not going to do this by myself. Like I'm going to do this with my friend, like whatever. So it was kind of this whole thing. And then I remember, um, I mean, you're strapped into a dude, no matter what P yeah, against your B. <laughs> okay. His penis against your so, butt. So anyways, like <laughs> strapped in I toy. did, I didn't get to go at that time. And I'm like, okay, now I have this like looming thing hanging over me. And I remember getting, beers with uh billy shout out billy who's been on the podcast and hayden lynch who's also Mm. been on the podcast and they're both talking about it and and i remember hayden saying he's like dude i just like being the type of person who has like been skydiving like they both had awesome opportunities but he's he's people say the same thing about acid you want to do acid sometime anyways i'm just saying can i just tell my story no, yeah. I'm going to interject when I feel it's appropriate to interject. Um, and, and it's it's yes, not it's not for him like and he's done he's traveled the world and done a lot of cool stuff. It's not to say that he went right. skydiving, but it's like he's faced those fears. He's like done this thing. He's checked that box and I was like, yeah, that resonates. Like I yeah. have to do it. And then I had another conversation with uh, one of my friends Joe, who's a mentor of mine. He lives in England and he's telling me this story and it's weird because I've never had these sensations of like being so nervous, like just from talking about something and not actually even being like near a plane or whatever and not signing up for it. And he's like, yeah, he's like, you have to do it. He's like, yeah, but the time that I went, he's like, well, so first of all, Matt and Billy and Hayden, they're all like, yeah, it just happened so fast. It happened so fast. Like, I don't even remember it, which I'll circle back to that at the end of the story. 
and Joe is like, yeah, I kind of remember that. He's like, we, he's like, when I fell out, he was like, there was enough of like a gap between like, there was enough slack between him and his partner that he like came out and he's like, I'm not attached. So Joe's like, I'm dead. Literally there's like three seconds where he's like, I'm dead. Well, there's nothing I can do. And then all of a sudden he feels the shoot pull. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like literally like convulsing. I'm like, Joe, we got to change the subject. Like I can't like, my heart is racing. Yeah. So fast forward. I've been seeing this girl. um, Actually, when we were in Portland, Maine is two days. (laughs) When I was in Portland, Maine is when we first like matched on hinge and we had been on a couple of dates and literally two days, two days, yeah, two yeah. Days, yeah. on our second date, I'm telling her all of this, this whole story. And I'm like, she's like, Oh my God, I love skydiving. She's like, it's my favorite thing ever. We should go skydiving. And I'm like, yeah, uh-huh. I really like this girl. Like in my head, I'm like, I really like this girl. Like I can't say no to that. Like what? And so I'm like, yeah, sure. Whatever. She leaves my house. And I'm like, I don't know. We like, we had two dates, but it was like a month apart. Like it wasn't, you know, like yeah. we've seen each other all the time. I'm like, whatever. She's going to forget about that. We'll get dinner. <laughs> I get a text when she gets home. She's like, I found this place and I found this place. Like, oh, What's next shit. week like for you? I'm like, I guess I'm doing this. And then they were like pretty booked because again, still COVID stuff. So yeah. they're like kind of booked out. So there's like one Friday I end up having like, I get somebody to cover one of my CrossFit classes. I'm like rushing up there. We get there. Wait, Taylor's like, Matt, I'm going skydiving with this girl. <laughs> Third date. I'm like, dude, you better be getting laid. so we drive up there it's uh kind of north of denver and uh, unfortunately it was when all those fires were going around so when we jumped it wasn't like the best view but we get there we wait around for like an hour and a half and i'm like in this area and people are just coming and going and i'm just at first i'm like super anxious and then i and also like i don't tell my parents because i'm like my mom would flip out so i'm like i'll tell her when i'm alive at the you send the waiver that's like you die yeah, whatever. Yeah. You signed up for this. Matt was my emergency <laughs> contact. Um, I was waiting on the edge of my seat. So I'm like waiting forever. And then we both get to the point where we're like just annoyed and we're like hungry. And this like probably 70 year old dude comes back like white, white hair, but it's like comb over like windblown. And he's got this shit eating grin on his face and he is just so happy. And Christina like turns to him like, do you have fun? He's like, this was the best day of my life. <laughs> and it was the cutest thing ever. And I was like, well, if that guy can do it, I can, I can do, do it. His hair was black before he jumped, too. <laughs> <laughs> he was 20 years younger, too. Yeah. 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 Um, so anyways, finally, they call us. We go. At that point, I'm just like, I just want to, like, we both wanted to get food, whatever. We're going up the plane. It's tiny. And there were like, it was just us. And the rest were like people in training. So they were jumping on their own. Oh, wow. Um, and we're just in the back and kind of like the guy's trying to make funny jokes. I'm like, ah, just don't talk to me, dude. And <laughs> she like looks at me and like grabs my leg. So I'm like, I must've just looked terrified oh. <laughs> and she goes first. And then we get to the plane, like the edge. And I'm thinking like, you have like a moment, like I'm like, okay, I can prep myself. No. We get there and then we're just out. Oh my God. And then I'm like spinning, spinning, spinning. And then finally we like level out, which also I paid for the video. Oh, so we like level out and oh, I'm like, we got through this on the Instagram Well, I'm here. So I'm like, the video is great. Cause I'm like losing it. I'm like, well, I'm not going to look like I'm scared on a video. Um, <laughs> and the falling was like crazy. It was like, cool. Like I loved it. And then all of a sudden what felt like maybe 30 seconds goes by and I'm like, Billy's voice, Matt's voice, Joe's voice all come into my head and, and all of them saying, yeah, it just happened so fast. And I'm like, feel like the shoe should have pulled right now. Like I have this moment where I'm like, oh my God. this has felt like a long time. How have I not? And I'm like, and I literally like pause. It's like 10 seconds in my head. I'm like, well, you're here now. So then I go back to like yeah. going crazy and whatever. And then the, and then the shoe pulls. And when that does, I finally have this full moment of like relaxation and I like enjoy it. And yeah, and it was incredible, and it was so worth it. It's still so scary because it's just like I don't want to be that one yeah. dude. Um, but yeah, really, m- moral of the story is, and it's taken a lot of time. It's taken a lot of these like hard things, and but I'm like because I'm so afraid of it. If it was like mm-hmm. ah, I'm kind of uncomfortable with that, but like I'm just like 
it doesn't sound exciting all to skydive, yeah. then like, yeah, I whatever. I think that's the nice mix. But because I was so afraid, I'm yeah. like, I don't want to live the rest of my life knowing in the back of my head, like I said no to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Adventure. Dude, I love it. I love it. I don't, I don't know if I ever remember telling you that it went so fast. Maybe it went fast compared to like what they say it is, like how long you're free falling. But I do remember like, I never, I didn't have the spin, spin, spin. It was just this, this free fall and I did it in, in New York, in Long Island. And so you kind of like, <clears throat> you know, the ed- edge of the country, uh, you're looking at the ocean and you're looking at, you know, Long Island. And, uh, I think the fucking cool part for me. So I went with my ex and I went first and yeah, tiny fucking plane. It's literally pilot me and this guy. And you are like, you are spooning, but sitting upright, <laughs> you know, like he's all up against you. And, and she's well, him, it's so. funny. Cause when we were on the plane, we're like, not that I'm like, dude, I want to feel every part of your body. Like, oh, see, it that, was, it, I was like good with that. I was like, we were so close. I'm like, thank God. I'm no, like, that's what closer. I wanted. It wasn't yeah. until we got like up to elevation that he tightened everything. Mm. So I was kind of paranoid True, the yeah. whole plane ride. Uh, and then finally I felt it tightened. And I'm like, okay, that, dude, that's, that's part of it. That's part of like, um, I don't think I did this then, but I can imagine myself doing like, I, I learned this from like engineering to just ask the fucking stupid question. I don't care to look dumb right now because I want to feel good. I want to know what I'm talking about. I want to feel safe. Like know what I'm talking about custom engineering, but like knowing I'm safe comes from the skydive where like, I would just tell the guy like, Hey dude, are you going to strap us in tighter? If he says no, then I'm going to be fucking scared. If he says, yeah, don't worry. Like when we get up, we'll strap in, like just say the fears because it can like ease the tension or to like, Oh, is this going to happen? Is it going to happen? It's like, no, just ask, you know? Um, which again is the lesson I learned from engineering. Just ask a fucking dumb question. But yeah, we're sitting in this plane and it was like, it was very much like you got to lift your legs up, like knees to face. You don't want to like stick them out because the plane will like take your legs oh, and like shit. shift you. So I had to like lift them up and like put, I don't know, whatever. It was weird. And then I'm, and then so different for me where you said like, you just kind of like we're out the door for me. It was so different where we're out the door and he is sitting on the edge of the plane, which means I am just dangling <laughs> out Wait, of nothingness. Where were you? Feeling the air. Like, and I'm, I see the wing and I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? It's yeah, surreal. Were, were you, I was the last person off the plane. I was the very first. Okay. It was just me, me and so Lydia, I me and my ex. I think that's partly why I thought it, I thought it would be because everyone kind of paused for a moment because oh, yeah. they were probably waiting for the person. But I think because I was last, we must have just like by the time we scooted up there. I mean, I was, it was me and her. So oh, there were like I was first. Ten of us. Oh, oh, my wow. my plane wouldn't have fit. Wow. More than us. It was. I mean, it was like the pilot. Bo- it was like body to body. There were basically like these bench. Benches. Oh my god, dude, my plane was fucking tiny. Wow. It only would have fit the four of us uh, and the pilot, plus the pilot. And so I'm dangling and I'm feeling the fucking rush of air. And he's, I think, was screaming like three, two, what, who gives a shit? I can't hear anything. He jumps and there was no spinning. It was just immediately down. And, and, <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, we're free falling. And I'm like, holy fucking shit. This is what it feels like to, to fly. Oh. And to be weightless. And. To feel like nothing and everything at the same it's, time, like I, I don't know. It's like, like did you? It's you know how sometimes when you go high and you drop really no, yeah. quick. Like, well, so that is that that thing is you're like you're moving. So that actually doesn't. Ha- it's not like a roller coaster Damn. where there you have that drop, but it's like it's this just crazy. you're going. It's just a change in direction. You're going 120 miles an hour, however fast the plane yeah, goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not. There is no so like drop. You have that inertia. And yeah, you kind of do this. Rather, it's not like the, or like if you're in a car and you go over a big, uh, over you go a big hill. Yeah. And like, huh. Most or like, yeah, roller coaster. Did you like feel gusts of wind? No, or? no, no, dude. I'm telling you. Because you're like no. up. I'm telling it's you. It's kind of like that. floating no. because the wind. Damn. Like, okay, is so like, I think I could do that. If, dude, if you feel like floating. you're floating, that's Maddie, fine. I just am terrified of the falling feeling. You're also it's, so high. Yeah, that's the biggest misconception. That's what they told you're me. You're not and falling. Then it's, yeah, there's no. There's. You're so well, you high. You kind of are falling. But well, okay, okay. So here's here. Yeah, yeah. Here, you're like, going from here. Yeah, you are definitely falling, but you don't. You don't perceive that you're falling. Here's a funny thing. <laughs> I don't even know what you're. Sometimes I just love that. That's just sometimes so Deuce and, and Taylor laugh, and I'm like so in my own thing. I don't even know what they're laughing yeah, anymore. <laughs> I'm so fucking hype on the conversation. I love it. So I learned. Um, Watermelon sugar. And, uh, 
never do. You won't beat me. Um, is there a watermelon sugar real? Because we should make it. Yeah. And there's got to be. I mean, that was like whatever. Um, so sorry, I have to pee so bad. So I'm just gonna continue with the podcast. Um, I remember in driver's head. Is that dripping down your leg? If I remember in driver's head, if there is, uh, if I never no- had that, by the way. <laughs> Driver's head? Flower. Yeah, no, Florida, not, dude. Not, Florida. Know, Florida. You guys never wore masks and you never had driver's head. Anyway. Burn. Remember, uh, you know, when you get, the, man. you get the passing lane, um, what you want is, I think it's like a third of a mile. <laughs> That's enough time to pass a car. If you see another car coming, a third of a mile is enough time to pass a car. Mm. The way you can tell is that if the car appears to be getting closer, it is too close to pass, which is such a weird thought to have because you're like a car, no matter how far away, would always appear like it's getting closer. But no, ever since I learned that, I'm like, when a car is very far, it just looks tiny and it just looks tiny for a little while. And then all of a sudden it starts getting bigger. So I say that because perception is such a fucking funny thing. When you jump out of an airplane, you are so fucking high up. The earth is not getting closer. Hmm. Kind of like this car analogy. You think... You could be able to tell. No matter how far away a car is, you could tell it's getting closer. Not true. Same thing when you skydive. You cannot tell you are getting closer to the earth. Mm. You don't see this giant fucking earth pummeling up at your face. Mm-hmm. You are – it literally feels like you're floating. Yeah. And cool. there's like – I guess there's – it's like kind of hard Talk to remember. Talk about like done it once, a stream but like, of consciousness and like mindfulness like and just being in the moment. Present. It's like unbelievable. But like – I yeah, if I could just have it's like it it lasted forever and it was also the quickest moment of my life. Dude, so when I jumped out of the plane after I was done screaming my screams of joy, I was like, "Wow, fuck yeah!" And I didn't get the video. I probably should have cuz it's epic, but I didn't. So it's fine. And after I finished screaming, <laughs> I, ah fuck, I wish I could remember. You know, memory is a funny thing. Maybe we pulled the shoot. No, I'm pretty sure we jumped out. I scream and the guy is just like, you know, we're up against each other and he just in my ear he goes welcome to my life and i'm like dude you couldn't have said anything cooler than that right there and i was and then dude the fucking shoot drops and then he's like and we get to like control the parachute and he's like yanked out hard on the left dude i was gonna say harder and he yanks hard and now we're doing like fucking pirouettes in the sky and Mm. i am like about having vertigo I'm about to fucking puke we do a tight left turn we're spinning 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 and I'm like that was fucked up I'm gonna throw up dude I didn't say it I didn't voice yeah. my dude, concerns that is and I'm the like, worst part and that- I'm like this motherfucker is gonna make me now do a right turn I know he's gonna make me do it and I'm going to die and of course he makes me do the right turn and guess what I didn't die I didn't puke I survived nice. so just know when you think you're fucked you're only 40% fucked and I was really fine. And then, yeah, landing was so cool because, by the way, if you have fear of landing, you don't have to do fucking anything. They land. They slide on their butt. And you're like, you'll land on their stomach. Like, you're mm. totally safe. It's super chill. And then you end up like that fucking seven-year-old dude. And you're like, holy fuck. Your adrenaline is high. I could have probably flipped a car over with the amount of adrenaline and, and yeah. joy and excitement I was feeling. I was going to say, that's actually the worst part. The parachute comes out. And then you're kind of like, they c- you can turn and maneuver. And we did that. We did these spins. And that is like that roller coaster feeling uh, of drops. Dude. And, and then he gave them to me and he's like, you do them. And then it's like peer pressure where uh, I'm like, nah. I got to do as cool uh, as he did. So yeah. I do it and then I feel like sick. But the actual like jumping out of the plane was. No, dude, bad. the roller coaster is fine. It's the spinning. Like when when I, when I grew up, we had the no because my stomach was the like, scrambler fucked me up. There was no spinning upside down. The I'm okay with going up. You yeah, can't yeah, like teacups. You can't handle the teacups. Well, when you're like rip in the middle circle, and that's like three and us. over. Dude, I don't yeah. like it. I don't like being spun in circles. It's just not for me. I don't need to do that. All right, guys. Uh, extra footage after this podcast. We're gonna spin Matt. In his office chair in 30 circles. Oh, man, see can I happens. pee first or should we just? <laughs> no, yeah, we're going to so see what happens. Okay, cool. I'm here um, for it. I'm here for it. Uh, we have to do that now. You just said it on the podcast. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Oh, That's why wow. I said it. Alrighty, we're going to make you walk to your front door. Nice. Okay, spin me. <laughs> I will try not to piss my pants and I'll walk to my front door. So, I don't know. Do we have any th- more Well, any other stories? adventures? Any other cool adventures? Because All your fears. Yeah, I feel like we talked about it. Well, a lot. dude, even the mini fears, like this is this is why we do some of that, like jumping in the fucking 
Clear Creek River in Golden, Colorado, when the water is literally 34 degrees, there are ice chunks floating around, and it's fucking scary, and we're standing, and we've done this before, and we're standing on the edge, and it's fucking scary, and then I go, Taylor, three, two, and we jump together. Dude, I literally have a video of us doing that. Yeah, well, we should put that fucking, this is one nice giant post of like... Yeah, um, because I, I have this GoPro, and I'm like... That's the coldest water I've ever jumped into. Dude, it's there like are January. There are there's three, we didn't go three, four-inch ice chunks floating ice. around. Yeah, our bodies. And you know, so it's I, numbing. I mean, I always gonna insane. was gonna jump in, but when you said three, two, one, I'm like, I can't be the guy that yeah. I can't be at the end of this. <laughs> Matt's when like, Billy's there. Why didn't Why didn't you jump yeah. with me? What the hell, dude? You know, Billy's gonna do it because he's fucking crazy. So <laughs> yeah. you got to do it. Um, yeah, but like, so that's like kind of smaller and and whatever, like. I think this is why I think we like to promote the adventure because I love what you said, man. Adventure is personal development. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, it takes you out of your comfort zone. I can't get over what you said. When you think you're forty percent fucked, you're, or when you think you're totally fucked, you're only forty percent fucked. And I think that's so fucking true. Like you have no idea what you're capable of. Right. I listened to the podcast of this dude Mm. who did the Forrest Gump run. Some people have done one length of the Forrest Gump run, which is like Alabama. California. They ran across the country, you know, whatever, 3,000 miles. This dude did all of it, which is five passes. 15,000 miles running, running, Jenny. 15,000 miles in a year and a half. Also, got his wife pregnant and his baby was born on like the day he finished. Damn. But I love what he says. He goes, Well, you were just genetically, you know, made, made to run across the country. He's like, the odds of the exact person who was genetically made to do the Forrest Gump run 15,000 miles to actually do the Forrest Gump run right. is literally zero. Right. The point is that anyone can do this. Mm. The point is that the human body is so capable of so many things. It's like when literally, we jump in a river, it's like we're not special, that's dude. What the you're you're going to be fine. You jump in the freezing so water, you're fine. You know, Deepak had this, you gave me that book, Total Meditation by Deepak Chopra. He talks about this really cool fact. They did a study on a guy. He ran a marathon in a controlled environment indoors. But what they did, they kept it at normal temperature, whatever, 68 degrees. His body temperature, 98.1. They dropped the temperature of the room to below freezing, like 30 degrees, maybe lower, 25 degrees. His body temperature remained roughly 98 degrees. And then they jacked up the temperature to 120 degrees, burning fucking hot. And his body temperature remained 98 degrees. Your body... 98 degrees? 90 degrees, yeah. Great band? Is that <laughs> yeah. what you're going for? Jessica Simpson? I don't know. And, uh, Nick Lachey. Yeah. Not Jessica Simpson, but Nick Lachey and his... What? Yeah, well, she did But, it but the point is, like, the human body is fucking incredible. And I think we don't give ourselves enough credit for, like, what we can endure. And I always love this. My mentor said this, but it's like, we're going through hard shit. You made it through your last hard shit. Mm -hmm. It was fucking hard. And you go, I'm not going to make it. This is so fucking hard. I hate this. But you made it through. And you had better days. And then more hard shit comes. And you made it through that one. So if you're going through hard shit, you're going to make it through those. And you're going to be okay, just like you were last time. Mm -hmm. To remember that. And I think that's the beautiful thing of going out and doing crazy shit. Skydiving, jumping in cold water, whatever the (sighs) fuck is crazy. Doing the hike where you wore the wrong shoes. And to keep pushing a little bit. And to be like, it's just fucking blisters on your feet, Maddie. You're going to be okay. These are going to heal. You're going to be okay. And you're going to show yourself what's really fucking possible. And it's going to be really fucking cool. And that sets you up for the rest of your life. For the rest of your fucking life, Taylor Sleaford, <laughs> Madeline DeVico, for the rest of your life to know that I did that last shit really hard and I can do this fucking shit. And whenever I want my life is fucking possible. Can I say something? The mic drop. I'm out of here. Boom. What do you want, Taylor? Taylor, Taylor loves it when I go on my rants. I no, get I, fucking hyped. I just feel like I never know when they're going to stop. I know. I'm like, uh, uh, I think... How do you like that? How do you like them apples? I'm not looking. Well, don't worry. You don't have to. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, so. <laughs> Am I going to have to see that? What happened? I'm not showing you any Sorry, wang. guys. If you are only listening. Oh, Matt- yeah, jump on YouTube because I just showed my butt. <laughs> Man, I hope it's clean. <laughs> so. We won't know. We won't know. The human body <laughs> is fascinating. And I think that's. <laughs> I was in shock. 
You're in shock. She is. Can you believe shook. it? No, What's more okay. painful, the five mile hike or this moment? This moment. Okay, yeah. Sam. This moment's more painful. What's happening right now? <laughs> okay. I have to be so bad. Oh. <laughs> this moment's more painful. I'm so fucking upset right now. So okay, wait, wait. wait. I'll finish my thought. So, the human body, it's so fascinating, like what you said about changing the temps. And that's the problem with modern society. And that's why adventure is so important because unless you put yourself in an environment where you don't have a choice, when you feel like you're fucked, you're going to turn the thermostat. Like, if you're at home, you're going to turn the thermostat up. Mm. Or you're going to turn the thermostat down. Or you're going to stop. <laughs> you're you're so pretty right now, man. I- <laughs> Keep going. Oops. And. It's not unless you're like in that moment where you're like, there's there's no other choice that you're actually going to do that. That's why inv- adventure is so important because in our modern society, we just have so many things where we just choose the easy way. It's like our default. Yeah. Right? You know, we're comfortable. But Dude, like, yesterday I was on a trail run and probably half a mile of the car. I was 90% sure I shit my pants. <laughs> but I was like, well, listen, dude, you either shit in the woods or you, you just fucking run the last half mile and get to the porta potty. <laughs> So I ran, I ran fast. I ran faster than I thought I could. I was like so over that run, but I ran faster than I would have if I didn't have to show my van because, you know, survival and things. But yeah, anyways, there's plenty of you stories. Get you get it. Any, don't anyways me. <laughs> there's plenty of stories in history where it's like, yeah, people are, are hiking or like that Forrest Gump run and it's like injury or mm-hmm. rolled ankle or fracture and the body just adapts. Mm-hmm. But we never actually like push through that point. And kind of story that comes up for me when I first moved to Colorado, August of 2013, I was, I was fit. I was just out of college and I thought, Oh yeah, I go 14 er Sure. I'm fit. Like, yeah. Altitude, whatever is altitude really a thing. And I go and hike Pike's peak with, you found out fast. Yeah. I hike Pike's peak with friends. Well, one, I think it's like, I was, I know I got dehydrated. So we're hiking Pike's peak. We get halfway up and out of all my water and I like overpacked water. Poor guy. And luckily the top of Pike's peak is like a tourist. Like you can drive up there. Um, they have food, they have restrooms. Mm-hmm. So I get up there and I like fill up all my water and I chug my Nalgene and we're kind of hanging out for a minute. And then immediately I vomit like profusely. Oh no. And so sort of panic sets in where I'm like, something's wrong with me. I have altitude sickness because I vomited. Otherwise I would have been like, Oh, I'm cool. And we ended up, luckily there was like a race going on. So I was like paranoid and my friends were like, let's just keep hiking. Let's just, I'm like, I need a ride. Like I cannot get down. And I, I, luckily there was an EMT guy. So I talked to him and he's like, yeah, if it's just like that, like you might just be like, you're probably okay. So we get a ride to like a third of the way down. And then it's like, we have to hike. Cause like the side of the mountain where our cars are. And I'm just like, so paranoid. Like I'm going to die. Like what's like altitude sickness. Like I don't know anything. And then probably like an hour later, all of a sudden I start feeling better. And I'm like, also the EMT guy was like, yeah, like you shouldn't chug the water. Like if you're dehydrated, you need to slowly sip. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I started feeling better, but like, that's just a perfect example of like, you don't know what you don't know. And I literally thought I was like fucked, but I was only 40% fucked. Mm. So, and look what you've learned from that experience. Yeah. Altitude is Real. Real. And don't chug so, water. Dehydration is real. Um, Drink water beforehand. Yeah, but I think to like wrap all this up, kind of what we're talking about this is like adventure is important for happiness mm-hmm. because it's going to test you. It's going to, you're going to see what you're actually capable of. And if you're not capable of what you'd like to be capable of, you can become capable of more by testing yourself, getting outside. And we're going to be showing you guys more of the things that we're doing and hopefully have some opportunities for you to join us. Heck yes. Yeah, definitely. It, it's this silly fear of, like, I'm going to fail or I'm going to look stupid. It's like, you know, Taylor, the reason why... Yes, we, you are, and it's okay. Right, yeah, yes, and fine. Who fucking cares? Like, this is what we were talking about. Like, you moved out here because you wanted to do rock climb, and you haven't done any of that. And I, same, I was like... I have done some. You've done some. Um... I, I did a, I got a group on in New York City for like Brooklyn Boulders and like did some rock climbing. Um just got my blaze certificate, but like mostly did it on my own. And then I come out here and I haven't done a single lick of it for three years. A lick of it. I haven't done a lick of uh bouldering or anything. And you know, yeah, we wanna show you guys like we're gonna start doing that and we would love to invite you along with us. 
But it's like this funny fear of like, oh no, I'm going to boulder and I won't be able to hold on for more than a second. I'm going to fall off. And it's like, yeah, y'all are. Who fucking cares? Like we all start from somewhere. And it's like, no one's going to, I feel like, dude, no one's going to judge you for that shit. Like anyone who's rock climb knows that it's fucking hard. And you, yeah, you might be able to only haul on for a second. Well, guess what? You're going to get better. I will argue that people will judge you for that, but it's like that man in the arena quote, Mm -hmm. um, which I can't remember off the top of my head. Well, that's what I meant. No one at the rock climbing gym is going to look at you and say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking loser. Well, that's what I'm getting at. There's that man in the arena quote by, I think it's Teddy Roosevelt. It's a speech. Look it up if you haven't read it. And then Brene Brown has a quote that says like, essentially paraphrased is like, if you're not also in the arena, getting your ass kicked, doing the things, I don't want your feedback. Right. I welcome feedback, but if you're not doing that, yeah, Fuck you. Yeah. And so the people that are going to judge you, they're going to be the ones not in the arena. They're in the stands mm-hmm. watching. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And the people who are in the arena will only support you and give you valuable feedback. Right. Like I could never, I would never ever in a million years even think about looking at someone pursuing their passion or trying to build a business online and go, you fucking loser, idiot. You're dumbass motherfucker like that would be insane i would never ever think that or whatever the thought is i would only be like wow like let's go fucking doing it hell yes and i could do some something but that's okay but like i would never look on that in a bad way it's only the people yeah it's the stupid fucking people we worry about who are like oh no what's my whoever like my best friend my brother this person from high school who all my friends that i'm friend with now like i actually had a dm from um a past client of mine who still lives in his hometown. And he asked me, he's like, how important he's like, I've been talking with my girlfriend. We think it's so important that we need to leave yes. the town we grew up in. And he wanted my feedback. How important, how vital did my decision to leaving. I mean, I grew up in Connecticut, but I live in New York city. Literally this, I was 30 miles from there. Like everyone, that was like the plan. You go from Connecticut, you get a job in New York city. So like kind of same idea. He's like, how vital was it that you left New York and went to Colorado? And uh, I had a lot of caveats to this, which we don't have to get into. But, you know, I'm like incredibly like the most important thing I've ever done. Mm-hmm. Um, the people I was with weren't going to take me where I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, would... I need to be in a, we were talking about like I need to be in a bigger pond. The conversations I wanted to have the, you know, New York fine honestly i don't judge i don't care like whatever you want if you want this lifestyle and whatever but like in new york it was all about your job and it was like drinking every weekend and i just didn't fucking want that anymore and i wanted deeper conversation i wanted to pursue my dream i wanted something more inspiring and i wasn't gonna get that there and i love my friends from new york and i love you know all those people and you know my family's on the east coast like i love them to death but like I needed something more and I had to go get it and it was going to be here. And, you know, like, I'm not sure where I was going with that, but I think <laughs> honestly, same, the, the, same, uh, yeah. we're on the same page. I, I was going somewhere with that and I lost it. But like the major point is like, <laughs> if, if I could give a little final words, which is a little off tangent, but like, you know, what you need, yeah, you know what you fucking need. Yeah. And when you said, you know, the skydiving thing scared the shit out of me. And then at that moment you realize I have to do this. Oh, mm-hmm. the plans with Rachel fell through yet. It was lingering. It was so scary. I have to do this. I really believe, you know what you need to do. You know, I talk to people. I'm so afraid of the constant paycheck. I'm so afraid of the judgment. I'm so afraid of this. I'm so, afraid. but I so badly want this thing. I so badly want whatever it is. Well, there's your answer. Yeah. You fucking know. And you're letting, someone else's vision or words um uh judge ju- not judge um hold you back hold yeah you're letting that shit hold you back you're letting someone else's thoughts you fucking know what you need to do yeah stop questioning that and i will say like we talk about like um you know uh calculated risks i don't think the second you have an idea to get a tattoo get that tattoo tonight no stay with it three months, six months, a fucking year. But if you've been holding on to that shit for six months and you're like, you can't stop thinking about it. And you're like, I want to do this. I want to be the best fucking podcaster. I want to 
do real estate. I want to be the best life coach. Like, you know what you need to do. So stop. Stop listening to that bullshit, that fear in your head, that crap that's getting in your way. Just stop. It's not serving you. You really know deep down. This is why we love journaling. Journal about it. Yeah. What does your subconscious say? What do you really want? And if it's a first thought, yeah, stay with it for three months. But if you've been sitting with you, if you've been sitting with it for three months or longer, and it keeps coming up, man, I just want to be a personal trainer. Man, I just want to teach people woodworking. Man, I just want, ba 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 ba. You fucking already know. The answer is right there. Mm. And to stop, stop letting yourself get in the way. Fucking do that shit. And if you need some help, like getting to that point, do something scary. Do something that has nothing to do with that. Skydive. Do something crazy. Get the fucking tattoo. Do something that doesn't have any impact on your life. <sighs> Obviously, if you die skydiving, like, oh, I'm sorry. You won't be able to yell at me for that. But skydive. Like, get the, do the fucking other scary thing. Hike the 14 or whatever the fuck it is. Do that scary thing to realize that you have the fucking power, that you can do anything you fucking want. And then you realize, oh, my God, that business I want to start, fucking doing it. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. Alrighty. So that's our adventure story. Buddy, you're a boy. Make a big noise playing in the streets. Gonna be a big man someday. You got blood on your face. Big disgrace. Deuce, you Kicking got any more thoughts? No, we're good. Guys, thanks so much for listening. Um, again, we. Will we... Rock you. The uh, the big theme of this, the big purpose, wrapping it all up, is we believe in adventure is important for happiness, and it's part of us, and it's part of who we are, and it's part of how we got here. So you're gonna see more of it. Um, Did we, we talk about the party? We would love to hear about what you guys are doing. I have a plan. What do you want to do? Um, come hang out with us. Also, come to our anniversary party, February fifth, Saturday. If you're in Denver, if you're not in Denver, we would love to hang out with you. Oh, yeah. Get around like-minded people. We're leveling up big time. Have good conversation. Meet some people. Meet our guests, previous guests that have inspired you. They'll be there. Do some final words? Um, <laughs> I can't wait to see everyone there. Watermelon sugar. Hi. Hi. Baby, right. do you want to peace out? Until next time.